behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. All right, it is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560, live show, last live show, by the way, of the year. It is December the 16th, so if you're listening to a replay of the show, you know exactly what day it is, and uh, we appreciate you all listening. It's been a great year. We'll have more to come, of course, in 2024. We're not ending this or any other programs that I do. We'll keep rolling right along into 2024, so never fear, but because of the holiday schedule, this will be... Our last live show, meaning if you have something you want to discuss today, you've got a question about anything, uh, make today the day to call in. And I want to wish each and every one of you a very happy New Year. Merry Christmas as well. I don't know exactly when this show will replay, but if you're listening to it after one of those, then you'll know, of course. But in the meantime, if it's one of those just coming up, again, I don't think we've made a full decision on where this will play. But either way, either Merry Christmas or Happy New Year, and I do appreciate each and every one of you for listening and all the phone calls last week, we talked a lot about septic systems, which was fine. That wasn't my goal to do, which it doesn't matter. We had somebody that called in, and it just snowballed from one thing to another. And I think it was uh, Eva, Eva that called in and, and asked about that particular topic. And it became a great topic, by the way. So that was fine. I appreciate that very much. I started talking a few weeks ago about just winter maintenance tips and things that you can do around your home during the winter months. And we'll continue on with that today. Uh, But again, if anything else comes up or somebody has a question and it goes a different direction, that is fine. That's the way this program and actually all my programs work. doesn't matter whether it's the Daily Show or what I do on the weekends. When somebody calls in and it starts a discussion among other things, a lot of the topics that I have can get tabled and, uh, you know, shoved to the side and it's not a big deal at all. So never fear and never never feel bad about calling in. You know, somebody'll say, "Well, no, this isn't on topic." It it doesn't matter. We're we're good with whatever. It doesn't make any difference. And uh, most people, you know, always have that saying that if it's a question you have, most likely there's at least one other person, if not hundreds or thousands of other people that have that same question. So, uh, never feel bad about calling in. Our main line here 303-477 5600. That's studio line 303 477 5600. The text line 307 200 8222. 307 200 8222. And again, a live December the 16th. Beautiful day here in Colorado today, by the way. A day where a lot of you, I hope, will get out and get a few things done. I don't know what the weather's going to be looking like for next week as we head into the Christmas weekend. I really have no idea. There's, I've heard some rumors where there's a possible snowstorm coming in over the Christmas holiday uh, weekend, but I've not been able to verify that. I haven't seen that at all, so I do not, uh, I do not have any information on that. I also want to give a special thanks for this entire past year. Larry Unger, who's been missing here for the last few weeks, you probably have noticed that you've not heard him. And Larry, if you're listening, thanks for all that you do. We greatly, greatly appreciate all that you do on a, on a weekly basis. Uh, Larry's had uh, some health things going on. We'll have him back here at some point here in the future, I'm confident of. So Larry, if you're listening, thank you for all that you do. And uh, those of you that uh, have not heard him here in the past, uh, 
That's why. And sorry, I was watching my phone. Uh, somebody's calling the text line, by the way. I can't answer that. If you want to call in and chat, 303-477-5600. And I'm sorry, sometimes it gets a little bit confusing. We have the main call-in line and then the text line, of course. But if you're trying to, to call in, you can't do that on the text line. I don't answer that phone, and I don't know that I even have any optional minutes or anything along those lines. That's uh, sort of a... Uh, text line that I've used now for years that's a, how do you want to call it, like a third party. It's not through my regular cell company or anything along those lines. So I, I don't answer the phone and talk on that. I guess I could, but I, I don't and don't know how that works. But if you're trying to call in, 303-477-5600. The text line itself, for those of you that do want to text, and we get a lot of questions that way. And if it isn't a replay show or a Tuesday, uh, on Tuesday, by the way, or any other replay, you are more than welcome to text us, and I'll answer those questions as well. 307-200-8222. 307-200-8222. And you can text us again. That one pretty much 24-7, middle of the night. I may or may not answer, but most every, most of the rest of the time, I will answer that fairly quickly. And most of the time, even if I'm on air, I'll still try to get to you as quickly as I can. So remember, you can always... Go to the text line and text us a question. Also, website, fixitradio.com. And there's a lot of links there to different things we talk about on a weekly basis, even things you guys sell, you know, send to me that you can now you know, offer to somebody else to go buy. That's also on our website, fixitradio.com. You can click there, go to that area where we keep adding products on a literal, literal weekly basis. And, yeah, full disclosure, if you go to the Amazon site from that, yes, there's a little bit of a kickback we get. I have no idea how much. That's not why we did it. I just try to do it in a way where we could put everything in one place and have everybody go there and make it really easy for you guys to find the different things we talk about here on a routine basis. So you can do that again at fixitradio.com. Greg and Parker, you're first today. Go ahead. Good morning, John. Good morning, Greg. We uh, just actually got our roof finished by uh, Dave Hart. Awesome. Dave is such a great guy. Yep. Well, and that's one of my questions I had. Um, we did a, we upgraded, went with a metal roof. So we, of all the hail we have, we, got it. we won't have to replace it quite as often, hopefully. Yep, yep. Um, what are your thoughts? We had them put, I think they call it a snow stop. He's going to put across our yes. porches. Yes. Should we do that in the whole roof, do you think? You know that's a better that's a better question for him. I, if you don't want the snow to continually sliding down, which honestly I think you would want to. So I, to me, it would depend upon Greg. Where is it at in the house? And if the snow slides off, where is it going? Right, it's just going to go along the edge of the house. I mean, if it's yeah, if it's going in areas that aren't bothering anything, I'd let it slide off. Okay, um, and then I had another question, John. I don't, I'm trying to figure out what it's called so I can talk to a plumber. I need to cut a gas line and put a T into the line. And they, uh, I know now they make a, they've got like a connector or whatever that they use. I think it's hydraulic maybe that they crimp the fitting on rather than thread it. Depends on the pipe and what it's going on. Some of the... Uh, more flexible, let me say it that way, uh, gas lines, which there's some common, you know, there's some, there's some commentary is what I should say, Greg, out there where some guys don't like the flexible natural gas lines. I personally don't have any issues one way or the other, but I'm not in the gas industry, but there's some hardcore gas guys that think you should pipe and thread 
every single thing you do when it comes to gas because literally it's indestructible and will last forever. But if it's a flexible type line, yes, they make fittings like you just mentioned. Well, actually what I've got is a inch and a quarter line. It's a feeder line that goes through my garage. Okay. And I want to cut that and put a T in so we can run a generator off of it. Is it cast iron? Uh, it's steel. Or steel pipe, I mean. Yes, that's what I meant. Steel pipe, yes. Uh, cast pipe, I should say. Yeah, they, they can. They, they've got the ability, Greg, and there's either by hand or there's even there's even electric, you know, uh, cordless tools now where they can rethread that pipe. That's not a hard thing for them to do at all. But I've also seen out there, and I don't. Maybe you haven't seen this, but they actually have one that's like a crimp. But I mean, it's like a heavy duty hydraulic yes. crimper that actually yes. crimps the fitting. What is that? That's what I was wondering if they would do that. If that wouldn't be easier. So, because we're up against the wall, and it would be hard to put a threader on there. Well, so be, you be, you know, believe it or not, some of the threading tools that are cordless, it's not as hard as you think. They're, 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 they can get into the same spaces that you could get into with the tool you're talking about. Oh, okay. As far as it, diameter goes, they're not any bigger in diameter than what the crimp tool, because the crimp tool has to go all the way around the pipe as well. So, honestly, at the end of the day, that, that to me, Greg, is going to be more of, who you call out, like Hi-Fi Plumbing, for example, that's one of my daily sponsors. It just depends on how they want to do that and what their preference is. That that really would be more of their call and the text call. They probably could do it either or. Okay, so you think Hi-Fi? Hi-Fi. Hi-Fi Hi-Fi could do that for you. And personally, if it were me and everything else in there is already threaded, I would do threaded fittings and they make the, the fitting that would go together because you're joining two pipes. They make a... You know, I guess you could call it a, I don't know, the technical term, like a banjo fitting or something where you actually, you know, put those two together and then tighten the nut up and it seals it up that way. Yeah, it'd be a union. That's like what's on the, the union, thank you. That's what's on your meter, by the way. They put the same kind of a union right there as well. Yeah, I work, I, I work for a, a gas company. Well, there so you go. You, yeah, do, you get it. I just, I just thought the plumbers would have better tools than what I have. You know, they, as far as the threading tools and such as you know yes they, they make all of that and then yes they and i you know and this is one i can't answer i don't know if high five is doing the crimp on the on the steel pipe i know I, I saw their work this last week and i know for sure they're doing it on copper pipe but i don't know if they do it for steel pipe greg okay all right. Well, I appreciate all your help, John. No, you're Greg, you're very welcome. I appreciate the phone call. And, yeah, High Five is one of my weekly sponsors. I don't have them here, and I guess at some point I should talk to Levi about that. I don't have a, a plumber, but I have no problem with uh, you know, giving those guys a plug. They do great work. They've been out and done some work for me personally, some of my clients as well. Uh, number's easy, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. They're great guys. Levi and Cassie are the owners. And, uh, yeah, I'll give them a little plug here. So, Levi, if you're listening, thanks for all that you do for us. I do appreciate it. And if you guys, um, again, when it comes to the gas end of things, this is one thing that, and and Greg knows this because he's in that industry, this is one of those areas where unless you are an over-the-top handy individual and you know everything about doing that, that is one of those areas where unless you know specifically what you're doing, I wouldn't. I would have a professional come out and do it. There's, in some cases, even permits and things like that that have to be uh, gone through. In this case, where you're just putting a T in to run a generator, I don't think there's anything that needs to be permitted in that case. But you want somebody that is qualified 
And to Greg's point, he's in the industry and still looking for that, so he knows exactly what I'm talking about. That's not an area where you want to mess around with it. Uh, a gas leak, of course, as we all know, can be very, very uh, catastrophic. Even a small leak that just builds and builds and builds over time uh, can be catastrophic, where it may be okay for you know X amount of time, and then all of a sudden something's all sealed up, and that leak is still there, and it builds and builds and builds, and then one spark, of course, ignites. And, yeah, you don't want to do that. And, and uh, uh, again, I would, in this case, if you're not super handy and have done it before, some of us have, but if you haven't, then yes, you need to call somebody, have them come out, a professional, by the way, and also do that. And somebody else just texted and said, in some cases, it's the code that even dictates whether it should be threaded or crimped. Now, to my knowledge, uh, I've to just me, I've never, now I haven't been in a lot of new homes of late, but I've never seen a crimped natural gas that's not on flexible tubing. So if somebody has knowledge on that and wants to call in and let me know, please do. Again, our main line here, 303-477-5600. I've not ever seen a crimp on steel pipe. But again, I'm not saying that doesn't exist. I've just never seen it done that way. I've always seen steel pipe threaded. And I guess the way I look at that is if that's what's coming out of the meter and I've got the ability to continue that on through the house, I personally would prefer that. You're going to use flexible unions, of course, when you're going to a gas furnace, gas dryer, boiler, things along those lines, of course. But uh, if you can run straight steel pipe, in my opinion, threaded, uh, and even in this case going to the generator to where you go all the way down to where the generator is, put a shutoff valve right there, and then run your flexible to the generator because it has to be flexible because of the vibration, of course. Uh, In my opinion, that's how I would run that particular line, especially if you already have steel lines in the house. That's that's personally what I would do. So, again, but that that, you know, again, comes down to to each one of those uh, situations individually and what you have going on. Uh, And I had a text a text line question that came in on BG product, by the way. I will answer that during. Uh, drive radio, of course, as I get time in the breaks, I'll answer that as well, best I can. Uh, and again, our direct line here, 303-477-5600, 303-477-5600. Somebody else texted in and said, you know, black steel pipe's best. The CSST sucks. That's the flexible type line that I just mentioned a moment ago. Uh, even T off a gas line, you have to make sure that the new appliance is getting enough flow. There are equations to determine how large the line needs to be, uh, and each 90-degree bend is a big deal. Yes, it is. Thank you, by the way, for saying that. You are correct, and you got to make sure that you're sized up enough. Uh, people think that just because the line is pressured that no matter what, you'll always have flow. Well, it's pressured, but it's low, and it still has to flow into this texter's point Every one of those corners, just like your dryer vent. We talked to Joe last week from Jersey about dryer vents and, you know, when you make a 90 degree on the dryer vent, how much of an effect that has. Same is true when it comes to natural gas and how it flows. Now, it's not as big of a deal with water. Some guys will say that it is, but I've never really seen. I mean, I guess if you have a ton of 90 degrees in a pipe, it might make a difference on water. But water is pressurized. Totally different situation than what you're talking about when it comes to, to this texture's point. You are losing some flow at those 90 degrees. So yes, make sure you're calculating that correctly. And this is where, again, a professional that does this for a living and knows all the codes and knows exactly what you can and can't use. And personally, yes, and I'm I'm of that same opinion that this texture said as well. If you can get by running steel pipe 
and not run the flexible, I believe that's the best way to do it. I, all, I know there are situations where that might be tougher to do, but in my opinion, I like the steel pipe best. I guess that's just old school and, and just me, and I'm not in that industry, so I don't have any skin in the game whatsoever when it comes to gas line and piping and so on. But I'm kind of the same way even when it comes to airlines in in the house or even using PEX over copper. I know PEX has become a big deal. In fact, that's a show I probably should dedicate an entire hour to. There's some things even going on in the PEX world where there's some recalls and warranty issues with PEX from years past. And I'm still just, I guess, a, a steel copper guy. There's folks out there that will probably argue with me and PEX is much easier and blah, blah, blah. And yes, it is. It's why they a lot of new homes now come with PEX. And it's, it is less money. It's faster to install. It's, of course, more forgiving. But I'm, oh, I guess, just the old school side of me. You rarely, unless there's some sort of a freeze, which we'll talk about here in a moment, rarely do you see any failures with copper pipe unless there's some anomaly going on. I mean, there's houses running around. I've got one that was built back in the early 70s. And I go down, you know, go down in the crawl space and look at the pipes and different things periodically and just check how things look. And Again, that house is that old, and the copper looks as good as it did when it was brand new. And there's there's been situations where we've you know tapped in and done some things along those lines. And even then, I look inside the the copper, and it looks as good as the new stuff you'd go buy today and put in does. So that's why I'm a copper fan. All right, we got to take a break. Calls coming in three zero three four seven seven five six zero zero. Don't forget Stack Optical right now. HSA FSA money. If you want to get some of that money spent, you can do that on your eye care as well. That's where Alan Stack, Stack Optical, comes into play. And he can design and do anything you want to do when it comes to the glasses themselves. There's also right now a big push from some of the online eyewear companies where they're going to do your eye exam online. Uh, yeah, no. I would never go that route. I don't care how much they say it's good and it works. I want somebody, literally a doctor that knows what's going on. I want them looking at my eye, checking my retina. Do I have cataracts? What's going on internally? I want an actual real exam. And there's times where even dilation is necessary to really see everything going on. Uh, Even in today's world, with all the technology they have, yes, there's still a time where you're going to do a dilation to really see what's going on in your eye. And no, that is not happening online. So that's where Stack Optical comes into play. $69 eye exam, by the way, cheapest in town. 303-321-1578. That's Stack Optical. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Leuenberger believes in personal accountability, 
He wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. We are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. And again, if you're listening to a replay show, this is a live show on December the 16th. Thank you for listening, by the way. Our website, fixitradio.com. No hyphen. If you want to put a hyphen in, it still works, but just fixitradio.com for this particular program. Jeff in Montana. Merry Christmas, Jeff. Same to you. Is it sunny there? It is very sunny. Actually, we've got a really nice looking week ahead of us. Yeah, it's sunny here, too. I'm really surprised. Kind of cool. Down below freezing. High yeah, we're actually right going to be, I think, in the mid-50s today here, so it's a nice day. Uh, stop rubbing it in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, comment on gas lines real yes, quick. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, we had up here, uh, I live on a reservation, and we're not the tribes do not allow pipelines, so we can't have natural gas. We have all propane, but... It's pretty much the same thing, um, True. just a little bit different BTU content than natural gas, so you have to change orifices and things. But, right. Uh, 
one of the one of the things I was surprised I had to run a line because we wanted to have a uh, a gas stove, one of those nasty gas stoves. Oh yeah, uh, I hate those things. And I actually love them; they're the best. Yeah, my daughter-in-law was was on one on it last week, and she goes, "I didn't re- realize how responsive they." Are. Oh, they're the best. Yeah. So, uh, but they, I had I had somebody come out and run the extension because I did not feel comfortable doing that. I like I'm pretty much a handy guy, but. I did not want to do that one. Um, but what I didn't realize is how low the pressure is. It's only like a half a pound. Yeah, yeah thank you, Jeff. It's it, it, There's a huge misconception there that it's this, you know, it, it's you, you cut a line off and it's just going to be flinging the hose all around and, you know, it's got this high pressure. And no, it's not that way at all, to the point of the texture talking about the 90-degree bends. Right. And and that that's why it's, it's important. It's because it's a gas, not a liquid. And so... Liquids are compressible, so if you have water in a pipe at 60 psi, it's 60 psi everywhere. Right. With gas, it's not. It's coming out of the orifice from the tank down through the pipes, and it's kind of like a straw. If you're sucking with one straw, it works, but if you have like five straws in it, it's it's going to be difficult. Correct. Um, so, uh, but th- when they did use flex, I, I tried to look and see when it comes in the house. There's a 90 degree turn; it goes right into the wall, um, so I couldn't see. But what I did do was because I had this stove, I knew it, where it was going to fit, and I knew that you could only connect it on one side. They have a little opening in the back of the stove. I didn't trust that they would have the same level of concern that I did in getting that hole exactly right. Mm. So I went and I pre-drilled the holes for the pipes. Oh, nice. So that so that they could uh, Good idea. just feed it through the wall and come back up. So Great I did, idea. I did that prep work. Um Basically, self-serving. But, right. Uh, they, right. They but it helps them too. They, they didn't. They didn't care. Nope. Nope. They didn't. They didn't mind it at all as long as it worked. So, um, just one of the things to consider. Um, my question, though, is uh, I put up my Christmas lights as I already most of them as I always do uh, right after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving weekend. But I have a couple of strings that uh, I decided to put up late. And with the lower temperatures, the little uh, adhesive strips and hooks, the 3M things don't really stick there. So um, my standard go-to has been nails. You just take little finishing nails and put them in, and then you can, you know, hide that real easy. But, you know, do you know of any other solution? Are they going under the – are they going on the roof, the shingle, the gutters, what? Oh, no, these are just around doors. Around door doors, frames. gotcha. No, I think in that case, you've, you know, there, there's all sorts of, as you know, adhesive-type clips and things like that that work, Jeff, but only if you get them to stick. So when it's as cold as it is now, I mean, you're going to do some sort of finish nail tack, something along those lines to do it. I don't think you've got any other choice. That's kind of what I would I hate doing the holes, but I don't know how else you do it. Yeah, well, and it's, you know, a millimeter or so. So, you know, the purist in me would, you know, if you paint over them, the paint's probably going to fill it up. Good but, point. You know, so you can just dab it up later. Yeah, that's want. the problem when you get, especially in your area. You know, here, you know, like a day like today, get warm enough where you'd be okay. But where where you're at, if you're not getting into that, you know, fifty, sixty degree weather, it's hard to hard to get anything to stick. Yeah, you mean I can't do my concrete work now either? Uh, it's a little difficult for you now. Again, <laughs> by the way, I'm glad you said that. Here, if there's folks listening, and some of your maintenance in the winter would be to you know fill up some concrete cracks and things like that. Things are very shrunk up now as far as the the concrete slabs and such go, Jeff. Yeah, around here today, this afternoon, could you get out and do that? Absolutely, you can't, but we can. 
yeah. Good point. I did that in October. I had a uh, a place a patch that was falling pretty badly, and I uh, cleaned it out real good and put a patch in. And nice. It was, it was a little low spots. It was working well. And just to finish up, I am a fan of Dex. Um, the freeze protection, especially up in places like here, and even in Colorado, the freeze protection is one of the reasons that it will expand and you don't it have will. to worry as much about cracking. It will crack, but it is much more forgiving. Correct. And a lot of folks don't realize that if they have radiant heat floor, you have pecs. Yeah, you do. You Yeah, that's the only way they do it. You're exactly right. That's exactly how they do it. You're correct. Right. And with the price of copper now, I, yeah, well, that's why most new homes, and, and again, you, you, no matter how old school I am, Jeff, if you, you do any kind of a new home or look at a new build, it's all, it's all pecs. I don't know of too many new builds that are going in with copper. Yeah, and for a DIY, for a home, if you're doing anything yourself, it's uh, at least two orders of magnitude easier than having to solder joints. And the one thing I need to do here in the future stuff. is talk about some of the recall on some of the pecs for folks that have maybe PEX that's been in for quite some time. There has been some recalls on PEX, and that's where you really, even home inspections, buying a home, and I don't know if even all inspectors know this, Jeff, but there's been uh, you know, quite a to-do over early PEX and some of what was happening and the deterioration from the inside on hot water lines, mainly not the cold water side, but the hot water tends to deteriorate certain brands of, of PEX. And I, I need to do all my research on that. I've got some great articles that some all of you, by the way, listening have sent me, and I need to do a show dedicated to that, Jeff, because there are probably some folks out there with some of that in their home they need to really be taking a look at. Yeah, because PEC stands for cross-linked polyethylene, and they have various ways of doing that, you know, radiation, uh, chemicals, uh, different things. So Correct. They are not all created equal. You have oxygen barriers in some of them, and you don't in others. And, yeah, it's a uh, – you're right. I had not thought to mention that, but you're true. Make sure you know what you're getting when you're getting all PECs. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and I, like I say, Jeff, I'll do – I will. I'll put that in my notes in here beginning of the year. I'll do a little research here over the next few weeks even, and I've got plenty of articles that folks have sent me, and there's ways to to look at it. In fact, there's a great uh, – somebody sent me this. There's a great YouTube video where there's an individual that's in the industry, kind of in the plumbing industry, and he does a lot of this stuff, and he literally took brand-new pecs and then pecs that was older, and, and again, use, using the – the type of pecs that we know deteriorates, Jeff, and he literally does video where you look at the outside of it and it's like, there's nothing wrong with this. And he cuts through it, you know, right down through the center of it. And you look at the inside of it and how it's deteriorating. And it's like, holy cow, how, unless you know exactly what you're looking for, you wouldn't know it's doing that. All right. And, and he goes through it. I will, I will, again, those are things that I will do over the next few weeks here. And we'll bring that out. Cause there are probably, well, I know as, as large as our listening audience is and, as long as PEX has been being used in some of our areas, and, of course, our, our audience can be national even at times, Jeff, I, I need to mention that because folks need to really be looking at that. Right. And for Drive Radio, if you don't have a question of, of the day, I have one uh, proposed for you. It's parking pet peeves. Oh, that's a good one. I if I don't use it today, I will week. use it in the future for sure. All righty. I will do that. Yeah, Jeff, I appreciate it, sir. You bet. Have a great uh, rest of your day. Merry Christmas to you. I appreciate it very much. Luke and Wiggins, you're next. Go ahead, Luke. What's your favorite part of your job? Luke, you broke up there. Say that one more time, sir. What's your favorite part of your job? What's the favorite part of my job? Talking to you all. 
Literally, when I, when when you guys all call in and I get to talk one on one, that's the favorite part of my job. Okay, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Luke. I appreciate that very much. By the way, and and yes, that, and by the way, great question. And I have a lot of parts of my job I love. I also love uh, the coaching side of things that I do, and I get to coach businesses and help them achieve things in their in their business world, even personal world that they might not otherwise be able to do. I really love that. But as far as this job here goes and what I do, I mean, I love interacting. You know, the relationship I've got with Charlie, Andy, and the folks that I work with is is just solid, and I enjoy it very much. Uh, very, very, very seldom do I ever, you know, look at my wife and say, well, I don't want to go in today. I'd rather stay home. That, that doesn't happen very often. You know, nine ninety nine percent of the time I'm, I'm excited to come in. I enjoy what I do. I like being on air. But I will tell you, and I think Charlie can just you know tell usually by even my voice, when you all call in and I get that one-on-one interaction, and by the way, especially during the week, it's not always interaction that I agree with. But just having the interaction and having those discussions, yes, I enjoy that very much. So when the phone rings, I enjoy it. I like the conversation. Of course, I've been doing this on Saturdays with Drive Radio, especially for a very, very long time, decades now, and I enjoy that very much. And just all the different people that I've been able to talk to over the years, and I don't even know, I, I have no idea what that number is. I guess I could go back and calculate it. You know, we've we've over the years taken on average probably ten to ten to twelve to fifteen phone calls an hour over the many many years that we've done that. I'd have to add up how many people we've actually talked to on air over the years, but in the the thousands, probably by now, the tens of thousands, I would think, as many years as we've done this and. Uh, enjoy each and every one of those conversations. I say this a lot, and I I don't take this lightly. I also, uh, Luke, I enjoy the things that I learn every single day that I'm here. That's probably the outside of talking to all of you. That's probably the other thing that I really enjoy the most is the things that get you know that I get knowledge from. The things you know, the things that I receive knowledge from from you all, from the studying of the topics that I have to bring on a a daily, weekly basis, uh, even this PEX conversation I was just having with Jeff a moment ago, what I'll have to do to learn about that and the differences and how that works and so on. It makes me a better host. It makes me a better person. It makes me more knowledgeable across the board. It makes me more knowledgeable in what I do when I coach my clients. I mean, everything that I do here, and and I'll, I'll boast for a moment. I've talked to my clients about this before, and I think they would agree. I think the difference between even me as a coach versus a lot of other business coaches that are out there is what I do here daily. I talk to a ton of people every day. I learn a lot of things, as I just mentioned. I, I interview you know, multiple hundreds of people on an annual basis. I, get, I feel insight into some things at times that not everybody else out there is, is getting. I don't get my news from the regular general sources that everybody receives them from. And if you add all that up, does it make me a better business coach when it comes to looking at trends and things that are coming down the pike and what's going on in the world today, what's going on around us? And, you know, how should you handle different things and how should you look at the future and prepare for? Does it help me in that world? Yes, most definitely. Does it give me, in my opinion, an edge over a lot of other you know, business coaches that are out there? I, I feel that it does, yes, because I, again, get to rub elbows with and talk to people that, frankly, other people that even are business coaches like myself don't get the opportunity to do. So I don't take any of that for granted. I'm very appreciative of that. 
And, and I do gain some knowledge and insight at times that really I don't think anybody else has the ability to have. And I'm very, very thankful for that. So, Luke, great question, by the way. I, I appreciate you asking that. And Merry Christmas to you and your dad both as well, your whole family. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I wouldn't, I say this a lot and I do mean it. If it weren't for all of you, why would I do this? I wouldn't. If I just felt like I was you know, talking into a microphone and there were you know, people listening but not being able to interact with them, and there's many a talk show host out there that do that, by the way, I can't do that. I'm, I'm not just a Mr. Monologue that comes in every day and decides what I'm going to say with the hopes that you know, maybe somebody will call in. No, I come in every day knowing somebody will call, we'll have conversation, I'll be able to talk back and forth. In some cases, again, not always agree with what each other is saying but still have healthy respect for one another at the end of the conversation, and then move on. And again, those are the things that keep each and every one of us sharp. I've got a financial person. If you guys don't listen during the week, I've got a financial person that joins us once a month. And no, we don't always agree. And we will go back and forth at times. It's healthy. It's how I learn. It's how he learns. And I think the one thing we've lost this day and age across the board, you know, this is, this is not a political comment. It's just a fact. We've lost... The ability to have that dialogue and even at times agree to disagree because everybody gets their feelings hurt so badly that no one can have a disagreement and then move on. Healthy relationships, it's even scriptural, Paul and Barnabas, it's healthy to have disagreements and sometimes part ways over those disagreements, not because you're enemies, but just because you have a different philosophy on what you want to do in life. And there's nothing wrong with that. We've entered into a day and age to where if somebody gets their feelings hurt, then, you know, it, it's, it's just the end of the day. And, and it can't be that way, folks. We have to learn how to, at times, agree to disagree, move on, move forward, still get along in every other area of life. And, and as I talk about the holidays here, and yes, we're heading into Christmas and New Year's, some of you and your families even need to put some of those disagreements aside Move forward, enjoy each other's company, realizing that they're the only family that you have. And even though you may not agree on everything politically speaking, put some of that aside and enjoy each other's company and talk about other things that matter like your past and the the fun you had together growing up and whatever it is that you used to do as a family. And I know for all families, that's not the case. There's some real trauma and some hardships in families. But generally speaking, remember the things that you grew up with and the fun times that you had and focus on that and not the things that you disagree on. That's my advice, and I'm by no means a psychologist and somebody that gives counsel in that end of things because that's not my forte, but I do believe we've entered in a day and age where those hurt feelings have ruined relationships, and it shouldn't be that way. I'll leave you with that. We'll be right back. We'll continue on. Lines are open, 303-477-5600. Luke, by the way, thank you for those questions. That was great, and I appreciate that. We'll be right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Premier Home Remodels can help you remodel while using the current equity already in your home. That equity has increased over the last decade due to the Colorado housing market boom. Premier knows that the sticker shock of remodeling will only increase, not decrease. So start planning now to build the space of your dreams. Your home's equity will also increase once construction starts, so use that as an advantage to get you the space you want. Premier's design team builds the project around your budget, and they will help you make it happen with the money already in your home. Their design team is tied directly to the success of the project. Work with a true design build team by going to klzradio.com slash remodel. That's klzradio.com slash remodel. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured. 
But you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972, and it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. With hail season behind us now and snow season fast approaching, we here at Roof Savers Colorado want to help ensure that your roof can brave whatever elements this season ushers in. With over 20 plus years of roofing experience, we pride ourselves in helping homeowners evaluate the best option for their situation. If you're looking to get more life out of your current roof, we offer a 100% plant-based rejuvenation treatment that gives new roof performance without all the new roof costs. However, in the event a replacement is necessary, we will also work with any insurance company to get a damaged roof the replacement it needs. Do not let your home fall victim to the ever-changing Colorado climate. Be proactive and set up your free inspection to receive an honest evaluation of the condition of your roof. Call today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCO.com to keep your roof ready for wherever Colorado throws its way. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Home of the original Asset Manager Loan, where you pay less interest and own your home faster, pay off your debt and save six to nine hundred a month, have access to your equity for thirty years. Call seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred now. We listen and promise to do our best for you. Take AIM, affordable interest mortgage. Seven two zero eight nine five zero five hundred. Over twenty years of low rates, outstanding service, and number one at putting you first. Let us show you how our experience saves you money. 720 NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender.
All right, we are back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. The guys from Ridgeline Auto Brokers and Legacy Automotive joining us now as well. Josh and Justin, guys, thanks. Good morning. Thanks hey, for having us. Good morning. Appreciate you guys coming down very much. We'll hop right to the phones. This is John from Cheyenne. How are you, John? Hey, pretty good. I was wondering if you knew anything about these. Um, they're, they're called non-electric, but they get their electricity from the heat. On the metal, they're a stovetop fan. You oh, yeah, induction, they're called. Yeah, induction. Induction, induction stoves, okay, yes. Okay, And I've been looking online to buy one, but i got a couple questions. Some of these fans don't push the air forward too good, and some don't last too long. So I'm wondering, do you know a good one that um, pushes the air forward and one that lasts fairly long, or...? You know, a good one from a bad one? Or that I don't. I, I know about them. I've seen them in operation. I've not owned one. I have no experience on that level. Okay. I, I'm researching it. What I, I would say either. is probably like a lot of other products, you get what you pay for. Yes, sir. That would be my number one thing to look at is if it looks really cheap, there's probably a reason it is. Okay. Can I ask you a second Of course. Question? Go right totally, ahead. Totally different? No, you're fine. Yeah, a, a long time ago, I, I um, changed my own oil on my car. Sure. And I, usually, um, I had a um, big company change it, you know, before, right. and they put synthetic on it. And I thought something was strange, because when I changed it, the um, fluid came out red, like burnt red transmission fluid. But then I was looking on YouTube. There's a few other people that are saying there's certain synthetics. When they change oil, they oxidize and turn red. Have you ever heard of that? Never have. Yeah, and both the automotive guys are with me today as well. And you guys? No. I haven't seen that. I have not heard of that, John. Yeah, I, I, it's only happened to me one time, and I won't mention the name of the company. They're a good company, but... Yeah, for some reason the fluid was red, and I thought they put something wrong in there. But I come to watch some YouTube videos, and some other guys were talking about like, some certain synthetics turn red. I will. I'll do some, another one of those, like the PEX pipe. I'll do some research on that. I that is again. I don't know. Now, la now last time I I did it, I used my own oil, and I, it didn't turn red, and it was a synthetic. Okay, it was Noble One. Mobile One, but I don't know what they used. Um, I that yeah, I'll, I'll do a little research. But you, again, the three of us and these guys see it daily. I don't see it as much as they do, you know, in our fleet and so on. And we run synthetic that way, John. But no, I I've not seen it at all. I mean, hope, hopefully okay. those guys didn't uh, put transmission. I was just going to say the only thing <laughs> I would say is it's the wrong kind of fluid. Worried about yeah, yeah that's what I was worried. Got some about. extra detergents in your oil that time. Yeah. Okay, guys. No, awesome. John, thank you. Merry Christmas. Have a great rest of your day. John and Cheyenne, you're up as well. How are you, sir? Uh, good morning. How are you? I uh, wanted to throw a shout-out to a local REA up here. Sure. Um, High West Energy. So uh, since we had all that fog and frozen fog, all the lines were ice-covered, and we had a power outage the other morning. They got it back up in a couple hours. But since then, we've had some uh, blinks more than what you would normally expect and this morning i had five in like a two hour time span so right. i called and i was just looking at the guy out the window he was down at my old neighbor's house and with the wind blowing about 
30 to 35 miles an hour, he was up at the up in the bucket checking connections on an old transformer. So that guy on a day like today needs a shout-out. Uh, yes, you're exactly right. But the other thing I was calling is I wanted to tell people, if you see things like that on your electric system, especially if you're rural, it's better to call in the morning or call as soon as it happens rather than to wait until you get a full outage at 1 o'clock in the morning. You're exactly right. Because these guys, you know, he's out patrolling the lines. Now, we have above ground service. He's got the light. But in the winter, you know, at night, he's got to use a spotlight. Plus, he's got to drive if he's by himself. It makes it a lot harder where if he's in the daytime, he could just drive under the lines and check everything out. So I just wanted to throw that, since it was kind of ready radio, as a shout-out no, to these guys. That's perfect. And just remember... If you lose power on Christmas Day because of that possible storm, these guys are going to come out on their Christmas Day to come Very true. work on it. Great but, point. Yeah, so, John, have a good day. You too, man. Appreciate you very much. Somebody texted in, too, and said the last John from Cheyenne may have been meaning convection oven versus induction. And, John, if that's what you're talking about, because, yes, a convection oven has a fan that I'm a little bit familiar with and actually own a convection oven. But, again, I will also say you'll get what you pay for. So do a little research on that. I would not go with one of the cheap brands. Now, I will say that in most appliances in America, in any ways, there's not a lot of, quote-unquote, cheap brands. Maybe I'm not saying that the right way. There's brands I prefer and brands I don't. Let me say it that way. Uh, some of the brands that I don't, appliance makers and so on, but there's one particular line that I just am not a fan of, and they've had lots of issues with certain appliances, and I wouldn't buy any appliance they make just because of that one reason. And in that case, yes, I would stay away from their brands. But, you know, you go with any of the other major brands when if you're talking about a convection oven. And for those of you listening, you're thinking, okay, what's a convection oven? They do have a fan inside the oven, and it moves the air, quote-unquote, more efficiently than what just a standard oven would do. Therefore, In most cases, at least what we have found, you'll cook things faster uh, and typically more thoroughly in a convection oven than you will in a standard oven. Now, the higher-end units will give you the ability to use the convection or not. So you can still broil, and there's no convection. You can bake with or without convection. You can roast with or without convection. I'm trying to think of all the stupid settings that are on my, I don't use the thing that much, as you can tell. This is my wife's area, so I can't tell you the many settings, the bloody thing. I just look at the panel, and it's like I'm like a monkey reading a roadmap. I'm like, I'm foggiest idea which one of these things to push, but I don't bake and cook in the oven. I go use my smoker, so I don't do much inside the kitchen. That way I'll use the, the gas stovetop. But when it comes to the oven stuff, that's, that's her world. So I, all I know is I look at the front of that thing, and there's enough choices where if I had to use it, I'd have to get the manual out and say, okay, what am I doing here? Because literally there's that many choices on what to do when it comes to, am I baking, broiling? You know, am I just going to use it as a regular oven? Do I want convection or not? I mean, all of, the, all of those things are an option. And I think this texture is right. And, and the first John from Shine, if that's what you're referring to, shop it. Read the reviews on some of the different products that you're looking at. Don't skimp. I will say that I've had many of these, by the way, through the last several homes that I've owned because convection has been around for a long time now. Uh, probably, what, guys, 30 years or more? It's been around yeah. for quite some time. Uh, I will say that there, because I've owned some good ones like I have now, and I've owned some bad ones. 
And it really does come down to some of the features and the quality of the appliance, which I could do an appliance show, literally, on good appliances versus bad. And trust me, there is, it may not look like it on the surface. That's the difference between even cars and appliances. You know, you can tell pretty much by a car, is it cheaply made or not, just from kind of looking at the outside. Honestly, with appliances, uh, you can't really tell so much. Yeah, it's scary. You You, you don't know. I've bought some appliances I thought were good, and then they broke too soon, and I opened it up, and I went, wow, you guys get away with this anymore. Thank you. Yes, Josh, that's exactly what I mean. Yeah, 100%. So... Uh, you don't all. You can't judge the book by the cover on appliances like you can a car. Mm-hmm. I guess that's ultimately what I'm trying to say. And some of what you look at, where it may look all fancy and nice on the outside, to Josh's point, open it up. And the best thing to do on that, by the way, is pop into some of the folks that repair these things and ask them when it comes to appliances. You know, what do you enjoy working on, and what do you not enjoy working on, or what do you work the most on? And that'll tell you as far as that goes. Mark and Wiggins, go ahead, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. I just uh, I, I, something popped in my head that I hadn't heard you guys talk about before, uh, which was the um, the robot vacuums. I was walking around Walmart yesterday and and saw this like uh, shark automatic dumping system. I thought, man, that sounds fantastic, but I don't know much about them, or if, I don't know anybody that's used one. So I thought, why don't I just call you guys and see if you guys got any experience with those things? Explain that again. The robot vacuums, the oh. vacuums that are yeah. like robots. Like yeah, um, now Charlie will probably disagree with me. So will my wife. I have two of those bloody things, Mark, and I hate both of them. Now, my <laughs> wife, she loves them. She thinks they're the best things in sliced bread, and Charlie loves his, but I hate ours. What do you not like about it? Everything. I don't think they <laughs> clean as well. Uh, the bloody things, you know, no matter how you time them, they're always under your feet. They're getting stuck here, stuck there. They won't go home like they're supposed to. They're supposed to go home and park. And my kids even have one where it goes home and parks and empties itself. And Mark, I'm not joking. The amount of time you fuss around and dink around with those, I could vacuum the floor faster. That's what I thought. I, I was like, you know what? That would drive me so frustrated that I would just chuck the thing and waste my money. But you know, now that I've heard you talk about it, I'm just not even going to bother. I'll just my, keep my wife, it. my wife will disagree. She'll probably text me in a minute. But I, there's times <laughs> I want to take that thing like a frisbee and just throw it out the back. I'm worried about what if what if the dogs have an accident. Right. Uh, uh. You, you know, what? And Justin just brought up something, Mark. That's the other thing. If you've got certain kinds of pets or any kind of water that may be on the floor and so on, they're not good for any of that uh, sort of uh. thing at all. They will not work around those areas because they don't know the difference. They're going to spread some stuff yep. you don't want them to spread. Yeah, they, and they also <laughs> struggle with, of course... Cords and certain kind of throw rugs they struggle with as well. So depending upon your house, your layout, and what you have, we have all hard surfaces. So for us, as far as that goes, they work fairly well. But the bloody thing, you know, I I feel like every single day at one point in time, Mark, you're chasing the bloody thing down because it's talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) One of ours is called Bob, and you're chasing Bob all over the house. <laughs> well, I've got two labs, uh, a golden lab and a black lab, and I wonder if they would attack it, you know, while it was trying to do its thing. You know, ours doesn't. We have a, we have a white lab, and he it doesn't bother him one way or the other much. It just kind of even goes around him if he's on the floor sleeping or whatever. But I don't know. Just personally, I can vacuum the floor ten times faster than that bloody thing can. Got it. Well, thank you so much for your. You're very God. welcome, Mark. I'd never done a show on. And, and again, Charlie will disagree with me because he loves his. He's you know, but he's you know by himself, and 
you know, he can let that thing run when he's not there. For me, the bloody thing always seems to be going off, and it's under my feet. Just I, It doesn't matter what time of the day you set the thing. It's always bothering me. It's I like, my, I can just get the vacuum out and be done with it. My French Bulldogs would be riding it. Yeah, they would. <laughs> I've got a couple of, on the text line, a couple of uh, questions, by the way, that came in that are more drive radio. I'll hold off on those, guys. So those of you that have texted on automotive questions, I'll get those handled during drive radio which will be coming up here momentarily which i'll just go ahead and set the stage for that i've got justin here from ridgeline auto brokers in boulder of course legacy automotive in boulder as well josh who's the owner of both ridgeline and legacy we've got them here today we'll talk really pretty much everything today you know when it comes to end of the year used cars what cars should you buy can you judge the book by the cover as we were just talking about a moment ago with cars and appliances and so on a little easier with cars but not always there's some intrinsic things on cars where you may say, well, that's a really great-looking car, and it might be a total piece of junk mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And you may be thinking, yeah, that's a car I'd want to own. Um, maybe not. And the other thing really fast before we go to break that I will say, and I think this is true with appliances and cars alike, be careful of the reviews you read. Because just because somebody's reviewing it new doesn't necessarily mean that's a really great car down the road. We'll get into some of that, too, this next hour as well. But Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to all of you. Again, this is a live show on December the 16th. If you're listening to a replay show, we appreciate that very much as well. Again, the website, fixitradio.com. No dash, fixitradio.com. This is KLZ 560. opinions expressed on KLZ 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country Station.